Live, we are. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> this is the Krillcast Live. I am Chris. And I'm Will. And I'm Ian. And uh, if you guys don't recognize Ian, he is the, he's from what channel? Uh, Halo Cannon. And what is that all about? Whoops. Wrong one. There we go. What yeah. is that all about? Uh, well, if you don't know what canon is, uh, basically just a word for lore or mythology. Uh, and essentially, I cover all the ha- lore of Halo. Uh, sometimes specific topics like the Battle of Reach right there, or uh, sometimes uh, whatever might be of interest to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, does Halo kill the Flood? You know, I, I, I see, I, I still see questions like about that, like at least once a month sometimes yeah that whole process doesn't make any sense to me (laughs) (laughs) even after watching your videos and reading up on it like i still don't get it (laughs) it basically kills anything other than 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 flood spores and tiny little stuff but uh, i hate myself i did not talk about halo wars 2 in that video and i really should have Mm -hmm. but wanted to get some today time we are not actually here to talk about halo what are we here to talk about wait what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what are we here to talk about? Oh, We're here bionicle. to talk about exactly bionicle. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite toys growing up, mm-hmm. uh, toys, collectibles, whatever you want to call them. One of my favorites. Yes. Like I, they were so intricate for a Lego design. And my first question for you is, what led to what? Did you were you a Halo fan or a Bionicle fan first? And did they intersect and or lead to each other? Bionicle fan first, because I got into those back in 2001 when they first released over here. Uh, And I didn't even hear about Halo until the summer of 2004, actually. Hmm, I stumbled across a trailer for Halo 2, and that's how that happened. So, yeah, there there wasn't a direct connection, but my interest in, uh, even up to Bionicle, like Bionicle kind of was the first uh, series where I got heavy into the lore uh, or it was the first like series where I'm trying to think of how to best phrase this because I've always been kind of like a lore and story guy my entire life. My dad was a big nerd. He got me into Star Trek, got me into Star Wars, um, tons of comics. And I was always obsessed with the story, but Bionicle was, yeah, like Bionicle was the first thing that was like not derivative from my parents' interests in some manner. It was like the, it was the first thing I remember being mine, so to speak. <laughs> um, and that definitely got me even more interested in, in in mythology and storytelling and all that kind of stuff. So in that regard, it definitely led to uh, my heavy interest in the story of Halo. Cool. And as far as that goes, so you said you got into Bionicle right at 2001 when it first came out. How did you yeah. first find out about Bionicle? Was it through a Lego magazine? Because that's like how what I remember looking at as as, as a more of a kid in 2001. Yeah. That's honestly something I don't, yeah, that's something I honestly don't remember where my first uh, view of them was. I just, I know I was getting those sets back in, in late 2001 or early 2002, but um, yeah, it might've been in a Lego, but I, like I'd been into Lego. That was another thing. Like Lego was something me and my dad did a lot of uh, when I was a kid, every Mm -hmm. like once a month, maybe, or every Saturday or something, we'd go over to, Toys R Us and like buy some new set or uh, it probably wasn't every Saturday, but often enough we'd buy a new set or buy or just buy bricks. So it may have just been that I saw them on the shelf for all I know, but yeah, that's true. I remember seeing these types of items on the shelf with the Legos 
And I was just blown away by the artwork that the amount of time and detail mm-hmm. that went into these pictures. Like it looked like it came from a movie when in fact, I don't believe the movie came out till much later. Yeah. 2003 at the mm-hmm. time, all we had were the web animations, which were, are still gorgeous. Uh, Ghost mm-hmm. over in Copenhagen produced those and they look great. But like one of the coolest things about Bionicle is, is just that like, it comes in a, it comes in those canisters and it came in a lot of the heroes or villains would come in unique packaging and a lot of that packaging was actually like relevant to the story they were like extra storytelling tools and toys like the canisters are the canisters that the toa arrive in, in in the initial story and then mm-hmm. you can take the lids off and though you can put all the uh like because you can collect all the different masks and there were packs that actually came with uh heads to display those masks on that you could plug into each uh, or like into holes on the top of the lid. So it was, it was this very intricate uh, mm-hmm. toy set, very ingenious, like making maximum use of all their assets. Oh, absolutely! I, I always yeah. found that so cool. And and if I remember correctly, the um the little enemy guys almost look like the uh, the the fighters in Star Wars. The little the um what are those called? The uh the droids that curl up into a ball. Oh yeah, the. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bowrock. That was from, that was the second uh, series of villains from right, 2002. Right. I had and like also 2003 early on. Said <laughs> <laughs> the Bowrock calls. Like, okay, guys, we got to buy time for the for the fall wave. We're just gonna recolor, reskin the Bowrock, and put them out there again. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a good story, but set wise, I can more than understand why people were <laughs> upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I had um, at least three of the Toa, at least three yeah. of these guys. Well, now I'm looking at this, I realized I had almost all of these characters, and I did not realize at the time that there was a, like this whole backstory and like villains yeah. and stuff. So I would get these for like birthday gifts, or uh, like my friends were in it, so my mom would talk to their mom and like, oh yeah, my my kid's really into this. You should get this for your kid. So my mom would just show up with these toys and like, I don't know what this is, but it's cool. It looks like a knight. <laughs> I remember the very first set I ever got was Toa Anua, the black one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it sticks out in my mind, but I, I got him, and I think I got Pohatu was the second, the brown guy as, as the second one. Eventually, though, yeah. I did get them all. So he was but your yeah, first that, one. That was my first. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And he was your second. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty. If not at the same time, then he was the second one I bought. Whenever I bought a second one. The thing I find so interesting about Bionicle from a business standpoint is like at the time that Lego was coming up with this, they had like a financial crisis going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Lego was trying to very desperately build an IP behind the scenes that they could use without having to license something. Cause I don't think they were yeah. known for licensing other than maybe star Wars prior to this. Yeah. Star Wars from what I, from what I, if I remember all the, the, the uh, meta lore here correctly, <laughs> like star Wars was actually the franchise that saved, that saved Lego from that cri- financial crisis, but it was yeah. still like, we're not quite making as much money as we would like, or as, as much money as we need. And they mm-hmm. did, did a couple, they did a couple things. And then eventually Bionicle, uh, landed and blew up in popularity and a uh, funny funny story actually disney is um ending one of i think it's the biggest lego star wars video game right now oh, They're in wow. the process of of killing it by july 1st is what i understand there's like an oh online man lego star wars game that's getting discontinued but oh man um, <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with bionicle but i did find <laughs> that interesting yeah it's tangential but, it's lego yeah only two so, degrees of separation <laughs> 
Yeah. Lego is really experimenting when they came out with Bionicles. I mean, think about it. Um, Lego action figures is essentially what they were going for, which is yep. the second thing they try to do is Galador, which really never took off. Like mm-hmm. that, yeah. it had a TV series to go with it, and it, yeah. it, it was never had a chance. But I actually loved Galador personally. It definitely um, had its fan base. I mean, I was at the That's right what... age to like it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Bionicles were definitely always, in my opinion, cooler than even Galador, despite Galador being a kind of a different niche than Bionicle is. I guess Same in your idea. opinion, why do you think Bionicle blew up the way it did? Oh God. It That's is a good question. It really is. Uh, like part of it, it's so it's, it's gotta be so many factors. Uh, there's a good channel called uh, the three virtues or uh, TTV that uh, have like kind of done an analysis of this, but uh, like part of it's just they look really cool. It's like, oh, check out these cool robot guy. Oh yeah, three virtues is gonna bring. So the three virtues are an actual thing within uh the Bionicle lore. Oh so, right. Oh, yeah. You I know, meant to look- type in YouTube and I've missed the word yeah. YouTube. There it is. So the TTV channel. There you go. Um, great I, guys. I, I realized when I was typing it that yeah. I didn't type in YouTube, and then you got a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The three virtues are huge bit of lore but anyway uh like yeah it's like you get these cool looking robots that's going to attract a lot of kids uh especially once you uh the commercial you pair those with the commercials that they had at the time i was talking about well they were so good yeah exactly Mm -hmm. like so it's it's this good combination of really good visuals really good design um and of course just the lego brand name would of course would have its own uh like built-in audience to appeal to people oh did you guys see this comment Look at this. Yeah. The head guy of Bionicle. Yeah. That was sick. So was, uh, Chris Faber, I think his name was. And yeah. Wow. Thought huh. it was Bill as the canisters containing the toe. And fought. That's why it's called Bionicle, Biological Chronicle. Really oh, cool that makes so much sense. Yeah. I, I actually didn't know that. That's good. Yeah. That's that's good. Awesome. That's awesome. And that's why it's <laughs> called Bionicle, both singular and plural, not Bionicles. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know I've tweeted out plural before, but that's because autocorrect just does Every, that to people. Everybody, everybody, and it's it's basically a meme in <laughs> in parts of the Bionicle community. The whole, uh, it, it, yeah, like well, actually, kind of thing. <laughs> like, yes. I like to jokingly give people shit for it in the community when I see when I see that, like uh, if the BioMedia Project or TTV people tweet it out sometimes i'll just jump in and say actually it's bionicle not bionicles imagine (laughs) being lego and seeing minecraft come out though like can you imagine the distraught that they would have like thinking how did we never think of this (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but now there are lego minecraft yes Mm -hmm. yes they've gotten (laughs) they they got that license so at the very least like (laughs) we can't make it our own but we're not going to go like we're not going to go the netflix blockbuster route we're jumping into this Right, <laughs> might as well at that point. I mean, Halo's in Minecraft, and I see this yeah. guy um, TTV is doing, uh, whoops, is doing a Bionicles in Minecraft thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they did that. I never, I never uh, Bionicle in Minecraft. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Literally, just correct <laughs> me, please. I, I need I it. Now it it's point. a joke. It's a joke, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's only known because like the I think like the the copyright that Bionic that uh, Lego or not. Not the copyright, the trademark, or something that they filed, you know, for the legal the, the legal filing specifies that, and some fan f- figured that out. I don't know all the de- remember all the details, right? Yeah. 
So then as far as Bionicle goes, after the first movie came out, were you like me and you were like, I want the golden Toa? Because that's where I went as soon as that movie came out. Oh, by that, like by that, uh, honestly, by mid 2002, really. So a year before the movie, I was hardcore into everything Bionicle, getting everything. So by that time, I already had uh, Takanuva the Golden Toa with his Usanui vehicle and Taka or um, Takua with the with the Usul Crab and Jala with the Mako Bird. <laughs> yeah. So Takua was the uh, the character who became Takanuva the Golden. Toa, the Toa of Light. Oh yeah, yeah that, the McDonald's Bionicles too. Remember that? Yes, uh, I had all of about them. that. Yeah, I had them all too. My mom's company that she used, to, she's retired now, but uh, the company she worked for uh, basically worked very closely with McDonald's on a lot of their marketing and stuff. So when I was a kid, we used to get all the toys for free. And because nobody, my sister was completely uninterested in Bionicle. Yeah, give them all to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I got all the, I got all of those uh, very quick, very easy. Also made the Beanie Baby craze uh, very simple too. Oh, <laughs> she got all of those the, uh, back when the Furbies. They had the Furby ones in the McDonald's uh, Happy Meals. I don't remember that one, but um, they were like little yeah. plushies, weren't they? Like little no, plushies. they're plastic, and they would have like one action. So you like push oh, okay. their lights, uh, their eyes would flicker. <laughs> Yeah, uh, depending on what the time and when that we might have, yeah, we might have gotten those or been offered them. Because eventually the company stopped doing that, but luckily not before I got all the Bionicle sets. Yes, that they did. I thought it was so odd because I wasn't that the only way to get the the um th- like this figure Takua. Wasn't yeah, he, wasn't that the only well, no. way to get him? So to uh, I believe that one is a yeah that's a that's a fan render of what he would have looked like in that form. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, that there was the first Takua figure was with uh, was in two thousand three uh, paired with the was it this one soul or so so that that's a if yeah if you have, if you see any of those with uh, like Takua with the small they're called Nick Torin in the community. So usually okay, every okay. form of Matoran has like a has a fun little nickname, so you can refer to them easily. But um, those are all fan renders. There, that, I think, okay. is the proper is uh yeah the the set. I always get thrown off because the set gave him blue legs for some reason, but we'd always known him with yellow legs in <laughs> up to that point. So it still throws me off. You know, Lego didn't always match their own multimedia presentation of anything. Yeah. It, they they've never been perfect at it. They're a lot better now, I think. Yeah, but back that's then, a, I remember that's a result like, of these. Yeah, because it was very jarring for a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing the movie and thinking like something's off here. Yeah, I personally loved it, and there was definitely an audience for that stuff. But uh, yeah, it was very jarring for a lot of fans. So when but whenever when Lego finally made a fourth Bionicle movie, I don't remember what year that was, but it was, uh, that, that must've been like 2008 or 2009. 2009, 2009. Was when they discontinued it. Um, yeah. So it would have been, it would have been 2009 then. Um, I can't remember off the, right now what the name of that movie was, but basically by then the characters were just animated versions of the toys. Oh yeah, Legend Reborn was 2009. There it is. Yep, with Michael Dorn as Matanui, the main character. <laughs> like that is the only that is the big reason I like I can enjoy that movie. Is you have Michael Dorn, Wharf as Matanui. Oh my god! Oh my god! I know it's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, I did not realize that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And I've only to be fair, I've only seen 
and I, we were talking about this before Will got on, before we started yeah. the show. I've actually only seen Mask of Light and then Web of Shadows. I never actually <laughs> saw Metru Nui, which made Web of Shadows an extremely confusing movie for me. Yeah. And even if you had seen Metro Nui, you might have been confused as we again as we were talking about because <laughs> mm-hmm. the third movie is set between like the last two scenes of Legends of Metro Nui. So yeah. <laughs> they they like took the Hobbit route. They're like, let's expand this storyline beyond any comprehension we yeah. could have thought of ahead mm-hmm. of time. It's like, hmm, let's have the extended cut and add like you could literally put Web of Shadows in the middle of Metro Nui and it would work. Yeah, that's because that's where it takes meant- place. Yeah, that's basically how it's meant to play out. Funny thing too, I, the the movie, the third movie is called Web of Shadows. The first, because by the time, uh, by that time there were books coming out on the regular. The first book for the year of two, of two thousand five was called Web of the Viserac. So we had Web of Shadows and Web of the Viserac in the same year, and it was just <laughs> why? Why would you do that, guys? You knew what the third one was going to be called by now. Come on. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't talk amongst the uh, Lego media franchises. Like maybe the the books people didn't talk to the movies people. Well, I know I know for a fact that they did because a lot of this oh, good, stuff good, was good. heavily overseen. Or, or uh, I don't know about over if overseen is the right word, but this the main guy for Lego. It, you, you, he's right there, Greg Farsty. Uh, you know he he was involved with like everything. He wrote the comics early on. He advi- he wrote a lot of the books and That's was involved with the movies. So cool. there was a lot of yeah. They were uh, very good about uh, their intermedia, like their media working together and whatnot. I meant the marketing people who chose the title may not have. Very, yeah, that. that's true. Maybe because it's not always the author or the writers that choose the titles. Yeah. That's so these that's were true. obviously wildly popular for a long time. Uh, any idea why they started to fade away? And was there a, a, like a new product line that took their place? Not necessarily from Lego, but for someone else? Yeah. I think there is. Um, again, the TTV channel probably has a good – I'm pretty sure they actually have a video about the, the downfall of Bionicle. But I think it was just uh, – like. Again, it was one of those things where there's multiple factors. Like part of it was probably a little bit of burnout after so many years – um, changing interests among the target demographic because I think by those last years of Bionicle, they a lot of the people that were still regularly buying to- the toys were the, the same people. Uh, just mm-hmm. you know, now that they're, now that they're now older and the younger people, younger generations weren't uh, as interested for whatever reason. Uh, okay. But another part of it was definitely just because it was uh, the lore had gotten so overbearing. The lore in Bionicle is great and infamous. Like whenever <laughs> you ever see somebody posting about, oh, the Halo story is so confusing. Boy, go read the Bionicle lore. Like first year, you have to get you have the comics, you have the animated like everything is canon. The comics, the animated commercials, the video game. Hold up, the commercials are considered canon. Yes, the commercials are canon. What? Yeah, I did not know that. The commercials were actually part of the storytelling. Oh my gosh! There was like, and every bit of media told a different part of the story, so you had to get everything to get the full story. Like for example. like I think it was by 2003 they finally started re- is when they finally started releasing actual books, and the first book that they released, which covered the first year of Bionicle, that covers like all the Toa origin story and basically le- leaves them on the doorstep of fighting the main villain of that year, and that story is told in the Matanui online game, 
But even that's not the full story because then you also had the comics from 2001, but they there were only three comics and they don't even like they tell the to- the story of the Toa meeting up for the first time, having their first big battle, and then one of them has a vision of the future, which you only get to see. For I had that one. I yeah, had that yes. one. Yeah. That's the only and, one I had, I think. And then you only get to see that story fulfilled again in the Matanui online game, which wasn't originally canon, but it was then canonized because like, okay, we got the story out there. We're just gonna we're just gonna go <laughs> roll with it. But nothing tells you the complete story. You have to get everything to get part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like the the book leaves out uh what's called the Toa Kaita, which were or Kaita, which were the combiner models for the Toa. It leaves that battle out, but then the Matanui online game leaves out the battle with the Shadow Toa, which is like, you know, the the Toa fight their evil their evil selves. So it's like okay, so at some point they fought the bat the their bad selves and then they fought then they combined and fought giant crabs and then they fought the main bad guy. Something like that. I'm imagining this is like one of those like Zelda timelines where you have to literally find all the multimedia. Okay, this, 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 build it up all the way to the top. There was a game that that was a pre or preceded the Matsunui online game. It was Tales of the Tohunga, which uh, I think I think it might have been rebranded later because there was a whole controversy about some of the names that they were using. you might have seen that on the Wikipedia page. You were looking up the Maori language controversy. Mm, we can okay. talk about that later. But essentially, that yeah, like if you wanted to get the backstory for why you started on this, yeah, you start on this beach as Takua. You don't find out his his name, I think, in that game at all. But <laughs> you don't even, you don't even nice. get to see your character until the very end of the game. Oh, because anyway. it's like a first person, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Or if you're ever in third person shots, like he's too far away or he's in shadow so you can't see him. <laughs> okay. Interesting yeah. design yeah, decision. It worked. But yeah, you you wake up on this beach and you have no idea, no context for what's going on. And if you want to know why you wake up on this beach and you know they make references to this NES game, Tales of the Tahunga, that is so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked for some reason. I don't know how, but it worked. Hmm. when it works it works i guess yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. I don't know. Hmm. so i i will say this i actually i think the only bionicle game that i played was probably the one on the gamecube yeah that would be bionicle the game most likely yeah it was just, it was just, just the title or... yeah yeah the only time i ever um, straight into game. online lego games they had like this online galador game that was pretty good yeah um, and it, it worked better than <laughs> It looked better than the show, honestly. The show was like, I don't want to trash the show, but my goodness, the tropes on that show were so stereotypical. So I've heard. I never got into it when I was uh, when it was out. So I was so much happier watching the Bionicle movies than I ever was watching the Galador show. Oh my gosh! Will probably doesn't even know what Galador is. Nope, no idea. <laughs> it was another attempt uh, from Lego to make the. Their own IP. And yeah, the main character's yeah. name was like Nick Bluetooth. So if that tells you anything. <laughs> well, did you see some of the original names for this show or for this uh, toy line? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, oh, no. Uh, I don't. Like, I don't. I must have missed oh, some man. of that. What was it? You the, need to, like, you something need to heads right of Voodoo Island? Yes. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> what the, like the skull heads of Voodoo Island. Yeah. No, I think you're right with Bonehead. It's Bonehead. Boneheads. That was it. Yes. Yeah. Let's see what it says. Oh, man. I want to find this now. Character, what, what, where would I even find this? this in? Oh, right here. Yeah, Bio Knights, Afterman. 
Yeah. Okay, this is on the Wikipedia. This is on the Wikipedia then. Yeah. All right, let's see. I'm curious now. Keep keep going. This is I'm really loving this so far. It's such a yeah. good trip down the Boneheads of Voodoo lane. Island is just the one that stands out the most. But yeah. that's where they oh got the gosh. whole concept of the masks from. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is the controversy with the language? I remember this being an issue. I just don't remember why. Yeah. So basically, but like, there, it probably probably gets better like in there. But essentially, there was a they had used a lot of words from the Maori language. And okay. um, you know, some, pe- some of those people had an issue with it. So uh, they wrote a letter to like back in the day, everyone thought that it had gone all the way into the courts or anything. But no, it was it was basically all. Um, yeah, like it says there, these Maui tri- Maui. Maori tribes had sent um, a letter to Lego and said, Hey, uh, the way some of the words you're using are you're misusing and it's kind of offensive. So can you change that? And they did. And one of those words, like the most infamous one was Tahunga. And uh, that one was changed to Matoran uh, at some point. And what's really interesting too, is a lot of these names they had to change. They actually worked it into the lore. So, uh, oh really? But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, at the end of 2002 or the start of 2003, um, as you, you might have noticed when we were looking at those sets of the Matoran earlier on, like you had the you had the ones from McDonald's which were tiny and stout, and then you had the the later ones that were a bit taller and beefier, mm-hmm. and like that's not just like different sets. Like there, that is a canon change in form. That's and, interesting. Yeah, that uh, that kind of arose from that Maori language controversy. Hmm. And so it, it was basically explained that uh, after the defeat of the main villain Makuta in the first couple of years and the uh, overcoming the bow rock, the Tahunga had come together as a people and uh, then started calling themselves the Matoran to represent their new unity. And hmm. of course that became like, that was their original name that they just forgot because of the, the all the story stuff that was happening. And then everybody, a few a few new characters, like in recognition of their brave deeds, got new names. And one of those was Jala. So like none of the, the pronunciations changed, but they all changed spellings. And so Jala went from J-A-L-A to J-A-L-L-E-R. <laughs> but it's still pronounced Jala. That's interesting. I, yeah. I, I guess I never realized there was such a controversy there. Although I was, you know, yeah. I, I was like, what? 10 at the time so i probably wasn't looking too deep into that yeah i didn't find out about it and i think i found out about it probably in like 2003 again but only because i was so involved with uh or i was very often on forums talking about this stuff with people so yeah back back then um the only forums that i was looking at uh, well, for one, I was on a lot of YouTube videos, not YouTube videos, um, uh, what was it at the time, Miniclip or one of those Newgrounds or one probably, of those Flash yeah. game sites, probably. Yeah, I or like Cartoon lots Network of times had a dial-up. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's Ugh. see here. The, the other thing that I was I was thinking about in regards to um, the name changes, uh, didn't they change the name of the, of the uh, what was it, uh, the, the main Toa in the new remake? Like, they just flat out changed several of the Toa's names. They didn't change the They actually reused the names, but they just, they had uh, changed all the lore because it was they also changed one of the elements too, right? Like oh yeah. The jungle. I'm to remember yeah. What. They changed it to the jungle element, <laughs> which I mean, like if you want to change elements, that's fine. You have a, you have Toa of stone and Toa of earth. What's the difference there? Exactly. I, exactly. Yeah. I thought they actually changed the name in one of the films or the, or the show. Maybe um, they did. I never like I watched I the first season, did. but I never uh, finished it. 
I'm, I'm so confused. Now. I remember I like, this is like ingrained in my head. Like they changed the name of one of the Toa for some reason. And I never understood why hmm. I could be. Yeah, I honestly, I honestly don't remember. I know they like the two main godlike beings for generation two were like one of them was, it's like in the first generation you had Matanui and Makuta and then gen two you had, I actually can't remember his name right now. But it wasn't but Matanui. Some, it wasn't Matanui, and then but you still had Makuta, which was weird. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I was so confused because as I'm watching this thing, I'm I because I, I just watched a, a recently a video about that particular controversy actually, and I was very confused. It's not really controversy, but it was kind of weird that they decided to do that. It yeah, was, it just didn't seem right. Akimu, there it is. Akimu, it was, okay, yeah, it was Akimu. Okay. I kept getting, Good for you, Buzz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there he goes. <laughs> it's funny, too, is that Akimu was very much like another character. And this is the name that I had in my head, but um, I knew it was wrong. Arta- um, Artaka. Okay, uh, okay. Like, he was He was like it. So there there was like a – it was a very similar character in terms of like he was this great mask maker and builder and famous being. But he wasn't Makuta's brother or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another good question then. So if somebody wants to get into Bionicle lore, where is the best place to start? Yeah, good question. Uh, probably just one of the wikis at this point. <laughs> <laughs> how, like, how many uh, of the games are still playable? Like, I'm assuming this. Um... Actually, pretty much all of them to some degree okay. or another. There's a, this is amazing. I'm, uh, there is a thing called the Biomedia Project. And it's basically there to preserve all Bionicle media. And they, they even have a blessing from Lego to do this, but you can download like all the Bionicle games from there. Mm. They even ha- they even host a recreated or like a rebuilt Bionicle 2001 game. Yeah, this is it. Wow! Uh, you can like like I just downloaded uh, at the start of the month the Bionicle game for myself because I have it somewhere, but it's buried. It's buried, so I just went and bought and decided to download it. But yeah, you can. You can download all of these. There it is, The Legend of Metronui. That one was never released, but fans got their hands on the files and brought it back and finished it. So, That's so cool. Yeah. It's, the the passion among the community is unreal. Yeah, I, I do oh, remember. Destiny. I didn't know they were associated with that. Holy crap. That's a really old fan site, uh, Mask of Destiny. Hmm. Proceed. Okay, so it says the web game sections contain Flash, Shockwave, and Unity games. These plugins are no longer supported. So that that's another thing that I find yeah. it really sucks from this time period. Like I, even in Halo, that Warthog launcher game that's on the Halo oh, Three yep. disc, you literally can't play that anywhere else except on the Halo Three bonus disc, unless you have Flash and like uh, an older version of it, and you have the Flash game essentially downloaded. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like this. Will tell you that like the, a lot of these have the flash. That's interesting that um, yeah they're able to preserve them, but at the same time they present the warning like, hey, this is no longer supported software. Yeah, so you have to like down you have to download them and play them locally. That makes sense. I think yeah. that's the safest way to access Flash nowadays, anyways. So it's good that they have that warning there because I keep getting my computer keeps <laughs> saying, hey, d- you need to uh, delete Flash Player from your computer. And I'm like, no, I'm holding on to this for nostalgia. Yes. <laughs> But uh, that's really cool that Lego has given them the blessing to host this site and keep it all together because yeah. it's like I, there's a lot of really games, passionate you get fans all out the there. Comics on there, you can get all the uh, 
all, all the old commercials. You can get all the books. There's That's like so one cool. mega document with all the books in one. <laughs> oh my god. That's amazing. I did yeah. not know this existed. I'm so happy now. I'm gonna have to start uh, delving through some of this stuff. Do you think there's a time when Disney's gonna abandon Star Wars and like there's gonna be a a fan site like this that accumulates all of the stories and movies and stuff? Sadly, no. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars, despite Disney's best efforts, will never die. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh man, this is an interesting comment. What is what does Buzzsaw mean here? Do you know? Okay, so there's a there's a bit of meta lore here. So <laughs> back in the day, BZ Power or Bionicle Zone, uh, as as it was originally, so there was actually there was Bionicle Zone and Kanoe Power, two Bionicle fan sites, and they became they merged to become BZ Power. And BZ Power had a very strict uh, policy on no advertising for or even linking to, no linking to any other fan sites that contained forums. Oh, geez. Yeah, they were very, very strict. They wanted to have, like, they wanted to be the home of Bionicle discussion. And another big one back in the day was Mask of Destiny. So that's the that's the joke. Like, if you get banned from BC Power, well, you just jump over to Mask of Destiny, <laughs> where they aren't mm-hmm. uh, quite that anal. <laughs> like, I I was mostly a BC Power user. I never. Uh, I never got onto the forums for Mask of Destiny back in the day, but it was a very good new, uh, news and resource site, if nothing else. But, right. uh, that is pretty neat, though. So if somebody was navigating this website, where would you start? Where is, where's the best place for somebody who's not it? Like, who wants to buy? buy like, Vanicles are still, I don't think they're that expensive, to be honest. Let me look at eBay real quick. Oh, um, we saw the complete Toa co- collection for like $300 when you were yeah, searching it's not that earlier. Bad. Yeah. All things considered, yeah. Considering you could get into the entire collection of of Toa yeah. for relatively, whoops, I, oh, that's right, complete, complete collection Toa, and you're talking yeah, one hundred fifty-two dollars. Yeah, that's bad. pretty good for pre-owned. Uh, so you're you're not looking at like a fortune to get into, yeah. The, and and a, not Halo either, I guess. So yeah. both of those. There is be. a dedicated uh, Lego, generally Lego, uh, like buying and selling website. I don't remember what it's called because I have not used it myself. But brick something. I think I have. I think I'm 99% sure in storage I still have all my Bionicles, actually. Yeah. I don't. I lost all their masks down the uh, drain. <laughs> like literally down the yeah. drain? Yes, down the drain. That's not. Uh, yep. I was playing with them on the sink. <laughs> oh. Yep. Brick link. There you go. Brick link. There it is. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Like Bricklink doesn't sound like a site that you'd you'd buy and sell from, but yeah, Bricklink is a really good place. It could be a place where you buy bricks for your house. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like Bricklink, I don't know for whatever reason, it just didn't click for me for some reason. Anyway, but yeah, a lot of people these days will actually custom. There's a huge custom building figure building uh, scene too. Or like I saw that on R slash Radical. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because I, I I do follow r slash Bionicle just to see those kinds of builds. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's exactly why like I like to go there. It scratches that nostalgia itch for me. <laughs> yeah, because I remember going back in the day trying to put together some of my own Bionicles, and uh, thankfully I never lost any of the pieces doing that. But I know yeah. other friends of mine mm-hmm. would like put together Bionicles and like they put them in the, the canisters and then they'd forget about them and then like the canister get thrown away by their parents. And like, oh, oh no, I lost pieces. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's nice. But luckily, uh, my my dad, like again, my dad 
my mom too, to a lesser degree, they're both huge nerds. So they weren't likely to throw things out. Uh, mm-hmm. I do remember one episode where I don't remember what I did, but it, my mom got pissed and she th- she was threatening to throw out my biotical figures. Oh no. Thankfully that didn't happen, <laughs> but that would be, that would be uh, just devastating. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause am- among those were like, was like this hundred dollars set. So they, they, some of the sets got really up there, especially the very the very first year. They had the these a particular set, the Monist Crabs that uh, were like remote controlled. It was the only set Wait, that did that. Yeah, they uh, did. Yeah, you look at Mo- uh, Bionicle Monus. Uh, see they, this. I didn't yeah, even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. You just build these <laughs> little crabs. They could drive around and they'd. Oh my like, gosh! I did not know this was a thing. Like, hey, bring up the screen so I can see it too. All right. Yeah. Hold on. I'm I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I did not know these were a thing. Yep, there mm-hmm. they are. That is so if I recall, cool. Yeah, if I recall, mm-hmm. mine's. I think I'm missing a tread or two for one of them, but those are all in storage now. But funny thing That's about cool. how I actually got those, I had asked one year for Christmas for. Uh, I basically just told my parents and extended family Bionicle, and I ended up getting tons of sets that I already had. So. I went to all my family and said, okay, thank you very much. Can I have the receipt for this though? <laughs> and by, I already have this. Yeah. So it worked out though, because through all the returns, I had enough to plus with a little extra money to get the, the mana set, mm. which was like, I think it was the only set I didn't have at that time. Cause it's, it was like a hundred, 150 bucks back then. That's, yeah, that's, like it was always really expensive though. Oh, that's God, why I, yeah. I never got into it. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is this is some cool stuff. Just like look I always like to like when I'm looking for something, I always like to look and see what the most expensive thing is in the collection. Because and then it's buy pretty it, much and the then de- talk No, about no. It. <laughs> it's pretty much the decision on on me is at that point is like, is the most expensive part of collecting this particular thing too high for me to get into this collect this collection? And the, the honesty part there is that Chris has never said it's too high. <laughs> <laughs> Worth oh, it man. click. <laughs> it's just like buy it now no yeah. um but i i do remember my like begging my parents for the bionicles and there was a pretty big craze around the holidays every year for bionicle um, yep. because like my friends would all want like for example like, let's just face it the one that most people wanted was the red one it was in all the artwork it was in all the lego magazines yep. and it was like, i want Everyone's the red one i want the red one <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the names they don't know anything about bionicle they want the red one i want the red one Right, you know, cool. It's like mm-hmm. okay, all right, <laughs> whatever you say. Um, but I always liked, I always liked uh, ice power. So me, I'd settle on you know the white guy. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> uh, I said Jim- that on purpose because <laughs> red guy, white. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's kind of funny you'd say that though because in Gen Two, uh, Kopaka, the white guy, was usually yeah. the, was usually like the the big set for whatever reason. Uh, like in 2015, he was the he was like the biggest and most expensive uh, of the sets. And then in 2016, he was the only like by in 2016, every Toa would have an accompanying like mystical beast or something like a secondary set. But Kopaka was actually packaged with his beast. But it, was, hmm. it was interesting. They really pushed Kopaka the second in the second generation. I don't know if I've seen like they seem to. He had the cheapest yeah. die. That's why they could charge <laughs> more for it and spend less. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, 
Uh, this guy right here. Yeah, so that was from the 2016 round. Yeah, I, I definitely remember the 2016 round coming out because I remember Netflix had gotten the adaptation rights, correct? Yeah. So I did not have Netflix. In, like, I, believe it or not, like that was the one year I did not have Netflix <laughs> while I was in college. Mm-hmm. And I regret to this day never watching it. So I'm like, man, maybe my support would have been that one to set them over the edge and keep the show. But, you know, probably not. Probably, I'll probably be honest. I, I still haven't seen the second season. I just had really? no interest in in it especially once i especially once the the line was canceled by like the middle of the year they oh my gosh it was st- that bad yeah Oof. like Le- mm. i don't know what lego was thinking but they did not market gen 2 at, like, at, all. at all it for mm. whatever reason mm. and because they looked took, good like yeah they were really good sets like they one of the things that like probably what was it i think by t- i think 2007 was the last year i bought figures or it might have been 2006 but basically i stopped collecting the figures from the original but from generation one for after a little while because they stopped focusing on the gear function and it was all about posability and it's like i don't want oh. i don't if i don't want that I, I want i want my little gear functions or whatever and when gen 2 set. came around yeah when gen 2 came around they brought back the gear functionality i was like okay i already liked the designs but now you got now you got me hooked I remember getting this set. I bought the original set and I bought this set. So I had these ones and I had the originals. Mm-hmm. The Toa, the Toa. I Nuva. just had these ones. These I ones loved were, the Toa Nuva commercials. They were I, so good. I also love the the silver armor that they have on them yeah. versus the original. And Back then in two thousand one, the, was... the masks are even cool too. I think. Yeah, it's like it's ba- it looks like the Toa like something was like stretching their mask across their faces. It just looked so cool. More intimidating too. I think every yeah. single one got more intimidating after this. The these it was the Edge Lord years. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Back when silver was acceptable, and then after this, everything was silver, and fans got very fed up with how much silver <laughs> there was. It was just enough of a change that you felt. Yeah. like it, it just felt cool. Yes, mm-hmm. very much. And it, so. did, it didn't take away from the original design, and that's another thing I like to talk about when I when I get oh, into these older cool sets. Functions. Is like the art design was, I think, well thought at the oh, time, yeah. and you can just see it. Like this guy's, he's skating on his blade. That's a pretty good yeah. design for a, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. The art design is really good. <laughs> what is oh the... yeah, that's the to- the oh of okay. I thought he was just like, "Hey, look, I made my own thing." Yeah, no, <laughs> that's somebody, the. Oh no, what that's is the that's the official combiner model. Yeah, I see it now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> first, was, oh mm-hmm. no, he's just making up his own stuff. And then I realized that's yeah, okay. I never did that actually with mine. I was I always just kept them their own separate. I, I don't think I ever realized you could combine them. <laughs> I always built I always built the combiner models or alternate models as they were mm-hmm. later on at least once, but mm-hmm. then I would you know rebuild them back as the the normal sets. The normal, I just think the normal sets looked cooler than the they com. Did. They look, they look good in the, the, the on movies and TV and stuff. Yeah. but mm-hmm. they they didn't never translate it in real life very well, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, the the idea is like while while they do end up using a lot of those combiner models in the story, they're basically there just to show kids, hey, you can combine these in, in interesting ways. So it, it's kind of like a like a a star, a way to start with uh, customizing your your stuff. Just to get people, get the creative juices flowing, so to speak. Here's a comment for you. 
the Mystica had egregious amounts of silver. Yes, they did. Also, they were <laughs> terrible. They would, they just looked terrible. Especially the Toa Mystica were terrible. Oh, at least the Toa Fantoka kind of looked like their old selves, but then you get the Toa Mystica and they look nothing like their original selves. Because basically all these, these, Oh the my Mystica, gosh. Yeah. They're the same. When did these come out? 2001 and 2003. That was 2008. If memory serves. Really? Yeah. yeah 2008. Cause then oh 2009 gosh. was the Glatorian and then 2010 was the Bionicle stars. So. Clearly I was not buying these oh. when these came out. Yeah, this is. The oh, that's those, that, those are those are fan creations, actually. Oh, are they? Those okay. ones actually. Those actually. Those look, look good, good, but I don't remember yeah. them. I'm just saying. Yeah. Clearly, I wasn't buying. Okay, so these didn't actually come out. Okay. Yeah. No. Like, Where are the ones that actually came all out? The way, scroll all the way back up. Is it this one? Oh yeah. So there's the Mystica line. So you had three. Like that year, you had two core lines. You had the Fantoka line and the Mystica line. So that and each each line came with three Toa and three Makuta. Okay. So the blue one there, that's Golly. <laughs> Looks nothing like her. And yeah, no, egregious I'm not even sure I would recognize these as Bionicle. Yeah. There's Tahu. Again, looks nothing like himself. And I don't even like these depictions. No, there, yeah. Oh. And then and there's Otto. <laughs> I don't even he his his masks looks like looks like the Makuta mask from 2003. That's the weirdest <laughs> part, too. He's an evil character oh, all of a sudden. What? No. <laughs> Now, oh now go look up Fan- Bionicle Fantoka. Fantoka, okay. Yeah, uh, F- Fantoka like Phantom, incidentally. Yeah, yeah, with a okay. Bionicle Fantoka. Yep, there you go. And in this case, at least the Toa kind of look like their old selves, if nothing else. Like, yeah, click on the green one. You can see. Oh, those are the Matoran sets specifically. Oh yeah, they are. But I think they've got yeah. all. Oh of them yeah. Here. Yep. There you go. So yeah, they get Pohatu, Liwa, and Kopaka. And they, These they actually, actually look, look pretty good. They look, yeah, they actually kind of look like their original Toa selves, and they're not egregiously silver, <laughs> as Buzzsaw yeah. put it. <laughs> but then I quite like this. But... Do, yeah. So let me ask you this then: mm-hmm. Do you think that the designs from other shows have greatly taken from what Bionicle did? Like shows, movies, other multimedia. Because like I'm seeing this right here. He's saying the prototype Lua Fantoka mask looked like the Master Chief's Mark VI helmet. It might have been, but then it would have been the other way around because these were 2008. Uh, oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, they would have been. They would have been ba- grabbing from Halo then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would not have been the same. Not would not have been the. Yeah, okay. So I'm backwards, but mm-hmm. I still think that these. Probably were used, in, especially the new Transformers movies. I, I have to imagine they borrowed some stuff from other shows to create the new Maybe. Transformers. I don't know, but yeah, honestly, I've I don't always, know either. I was into these, and I was also in not not these specifically, but Bionicle. Yeah. I was into Bionicle, and I was also into Beast Wars, both of which. Oh my mm, god! Don't get started on Beast Wars. Wars. I love these. So Wars. good. <laughs> Maybe we'll have another chat about Beast Wars now that I. Uh, I, I know two people that would be would love to have a Beast Wars chat now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd definitely be there for that. <laughs> I don't know if you know Adam Korlick, but I'm sure he would jump on that. The name sounds familiar, but I can't place a face. Anyway, um, as far as Bionicle goes, though, at what point do you think you lost? Did you, have you ever lost interest in Bionicle, or did you get burned out at any point from just Lego kind of uh, Titanicing their own franchise? Never, never, uh, never completely. Like the lore, I, I like if nothing that else. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Highlight that last comment. Sorry to cut you off. I actually remember I came across years ago when I was in college, I came across a YouTube channel that it was about uh, basically how to make concept art. It was by a dude who did, he was worked at the Singapore art school, but I guess he had actually, or hit, that school had been tapped for some of the transformers designs. So it was just interesting thing that I remember. Mm -hmm. But no, um, shoot, what were we talking about before we, before the comment? Whether you had ever been burned out from Bionicle. Right. Yeah. So never never on the lore. I was dedicated to that lore from start to finish. Well, not to finish because it never finished. It's, uh, it actually never <laughs> finished, unfortunately. But until it stopped. The sets, though, I got burned out on them by, like I, said, I think it was probably 2007. Yeah, it would have been two thousand seven. Really have so many things, you know what I mean. It, it wasn't even that. It was simply because, like I said, they stopped uh, looking at gear functions and started focusing entirely on posability. Plus, the as you saw, especially with uh, the Mystica, the the set, the look just wasn't holding up after a while. It was getting I, kind of. Ugh. That rolls me right into my question, though. Is that yeah. one of the reasons you like the um, the variation in the Master Chief's armor? Is because of the functionality over necessarily looking cool and posability. Like they actually take thoughts into how they do that, how they make the armor work. Yeah. That is actually a big reason I, I've enjoyed, uh, particularly the halo four master chief, the halo five one, they kind of simplified a lot of that stuff and it just, uh, didn't work as well for me, <laughs> but in general, yeah. Like that was so would you say that these these interests of yours do intersect in some ways, like especially in the oh, way? Oh, yeah, of... absolutely. Okay. Like, like I said, Bionicle kind of – I'd always been interested in, in following stories and whatnot, but Bionicle really ignited this interest in, in like the deep lore of a, of a franchise. So by the time I got into Halo, that was – You were ready to be up. fully invested. Yes, basically. <laughs> and – the next question I have for you is how much of the physical Bionicle collection of yours has survived all of your, uh, the time that you've had it? Like, is, is everything still in one piece or have you lost some of your pieces of your Bionicle collection over the years? Now, to my knowledge, I do have everything up through 2005 um, packed away and should, and it should all be intact once I get to pull it out as uh, I made sure to tr make, to, that everything was sealed and uh, properly, properly packaged away. And I'm always super careful with my stuff. So um, it I should totally all understand. be there. Yeah, it should all be there. <laughs> the only time I ever had issue was, and the, the, it wasn't just restricted to me. Basically there was these lime green Lego pieces that were infamously brittle. Hmm. And yeah, one of my figures, um, I think it was one of the figures from 2007. She had it was uh, one of the female Toa, and she had the it was the female Holly Toa from 2007. That they had those these lime green pieces. And one day, while I think I had actually pulled it out to show to one of my little cousins, because I actually ended up giving away or selling pretty much anything after 2005 when they stopped with the gear function. I was just like, eh, whatever. But <clears throat> um, I pulled this thing out and. Uh, the pieces just broke. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you have it sealed, the lime green pieces will disintegrate. That's very I'm true. I'm so thankful that Buzzsaw is here to just keep yeah. us laughing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So 
that was so, my first experience with that. And then I went online and found, oh, this, for whatever reason, this particular style of piece is just crap. It's got to have something to do with the dye then. I imagine the dye. Maybe it might have been. The, yeah, who knows? I, I think I'd looked it up color, at one point. It's so weird that, that that would be the only one that would be that brittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess the next question I have for you is what in your mind is the legacy of Bionicle and would Lego ever venture back to it? Do you think? I certainly hope they will though. After two, after the 20, the G2 uh, debacle, it's hard to say if they, if they will like maybe eventually down the line. Cause it, it's still, that's, that's one thing I will give Lego credit for. They know when to cancel something before it gets, uh, too like in into too bad of a situation like they originally canceled it in 2010 when it was still somewhat popular essentially so they'd be able to bring it back at some point yeah. uh they didn't want uh primarily the toy stores to uh like have this memory of bionicle not selling well at some point so it's like okay we'll cancel it now maybe sometime down the line we can bring it back and you know the toy stores and fans won't be too burned on that um, but as for its own, as for its legacy, I think it, at least within Lego, it definitely uh, pushed them to uh, create, you know, all these different, these different original lines and kind of push them creatively. I mean, mm-hmm. Hero Factory is the most direct uh, legacy of Bionicle and it uh, was canceled in, in in its own right. But even stuff like Ninjago, that's still going strong. The re- yep, yep. Uh, you can attribute that to Bionicle's own success uh, to some degree, at least. And I don't think anything Legos ever produced has been as successful as Bionicle. Maybe in maybe Ninjago in in independent intellectual property wise, right? Like Ninjago has been pretty popular, and the Lego movie's been yeah. pretty popular, and like some of their offshoots of that. But I don't. I don't cons- I don't know. I never got into Ninjago, I guess. Maybe for me, Bionicle is the pinnacle for Lego. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, Bionicle absolutely is the pinnacle. But there are definitely other things that have gone on to be as as popular, if not more popular, than than Bionicle was. But I'd still say you can attribute that to that initial success that Bionicle had and basically paving the way for all these things that came later, whether they 100%. were successful or not. And I- I would have to say in regards to Bionicle, I think the best time to probably launch another Bionicle campaign is when all of us uh, our age and above are having yeah. children for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. They they definitely tried to do that in 2015, but I don't know. Like, yeah, give I it like another decade. Yeah, just a bit. Early. Plus Lego, if you do if you do it again, market that thing for this time. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I had no it? idea that it was ha- that, that, that a G2 was happening until I saw a random tweet about it, if I recall correctly. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, yeah, I never I never saw any commercials. I know they existed because I went out of my way to find them, but I had to go out of my way. I, I didn't right. just see them pop up on YouTube or anything. And it took them a whole year to get an act, the, the TV show put together, whereas, like, Hero Factory, I think, had – this was way back in two in 2011. They had a that was TV after show. They were done with Gen One, right? Yeah, they were. They, they, yeah, Hero Factory came directly after and actually reused a lot of those pieces initially, before it founded. Uh, I think it's called the CCBM system that is pretty popular these days. But anyway, don't ask me what that stands for because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but like they they had a 
they had a TV show for Hero Factory really darn quick. And obviously Ninjago has its own show too. So I, yeah. I don't know, especially by 2015 when Bionicle relaunched, I don't know what happened. Uh, they, I think they had a good, they had some good ideas. It just wasn't executed. Mm-hmm. And then as far as um, re-executing again, would you want them to finish the story they started or would you rather they have a reboot if they do bring it back at some point? In an ideal world, both. Uh, if they wanted to bring it back as proper sets, though, I don't think it would be a good idea just from a business standpoint to try and continue either mm-hmm. generation, uh, but especially G1, as that one was so lore dense and had all these specialized terms uh, and whatnot. So, trying to finish, I'd love if they could actually finish that story someday because they basically left us on a cliffhanger when we were about to meet one of the. Uh, most powerful beings in the universe and then nothing <laughs> sucked. I feel like if Halo ended at Halo 2 with Master Chief going, finishing this fight and then you never get Halo 3. More like if you if Halo ended in the middle of Halo 3. <laughs> like oh, the, no, even like worse. The, yeah, like you, you have like, it, like maybe like right at the end of the level, the Covenant, you have the tentacles reaching up and mm. ha 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 i'm back now and and then <laughs> and that's that it. it cut yep. game over yeah. nothing else well, the most powerful <laughs> enemy was profits so yeah or something yeah <laughs> so it's like that that that's essentially how bionicle ended and i'm glad for what we did end up getting because like the story was going on for a year or two after the sets had stopped because lego gave the permissions like hey yeah go ahead and finish the story but then something happened and they didn't finish the story but yeah, that would that would have been great if they would have actually been able to finish. Like I'm imagining, some fans have put together some fan fiction to finish the story, but overall, Maybe. officially, I, it's not been finished. Yeah, but if they wanted to bring it back, it should definitely be a, a new thing. There was actually like at best the or something they could do because there was this big theory when G two came about that the Toa from that line were actually the same Toa from the original G one, but they'd been like teleported to a new universe. There was all this kind of uh, circumstantial evidence per, uh, to support the theory, and it's like, hey, if you want to do something like that, where these the Toa post uh, post crisis in from the G one line are now timeline jumping all over the place, I'm cool with that. <laughs> Cool yeah. little bit of background lore for uh, you know the, for the old crowd, but mm-hmm. they definitely want to start over with uh, start with familiar names and terms, but then uh, tell a new story. Not web of shadows, yeah, not web of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but web of shadows. Yeah. Web of confusion. <laughs> what, what web of? I your, hope um... this doesn't awaken anything in me because of sexy Rudaka. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about that or do we want to leave that alone? <laughs> I, I leave that up to you. I'm happy to talk about it if you want to, but I'm also happy to leave what, it alone. What is I'm intrigued. <laughs> There's a subreddit that Ian brought up to me before we started okay. the show that I was like, what in the world is this? I'm so not going to pull up yeah, pictures unless you think it's a good idea. Uh, if you want to look up Rudaka. Uh, okay. I will do that. So, I don't remember how to spell her. I think it's, yeah, R-O-O-D-A-K. Yeah. So... The set itself is designed in such a is, I mean, just look at that design. She's got high heels. She's got two <laughs> Rakshi chest plates. Let's get rid of that. Let me get the picture. Yeah. there we go. Yeah, yeah. And uh, these days, there is a subreddit called Sexy Bionicle, which the entire point <laughs> is to per is the core point is to basically uh, create mocks, my own creations of 
sexualized bionicle figures. <laughs> yeah, it's they pretty much at this point. Here. And then you get to the movie version of her, and they just took they took this weird direction and just dialed it up to 11. Oh, no, I got to see this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, movie bionicle Rudaka. That should yeah. get me there. Images. Wait, is is this it? Like, yeah, she's like that's no, that's, that's a good it. that's a good fan interpretation of it. But she's basically a <laughs> dominatrix in that movie, and Sitter and her set that's her that next to her that's Sidorak, the the other like main villain from that time. He's basically a simp for her. The entire his, his entire plot line is he wants to marry her so like for some whole political thing but in the movie he's he's simping for her so hard it's hilarious oh my gosh yeah yeah that's incredible oh, that's some great fan art there holy crap oh my gosh i that thing there. I did not see it. yeah awesome awesome so but, you know I've, I've learned this if the internet exists then yep. things that people are interested in will exist. Interested yes. in will exist, no matter what. Even yeah. even well, people uh, sexualize even everything. So yeah, but yeah. Lego <laughs> certainly did not. Uh, mm-hmm. They certainly laid the groundwork there. This is Bionicle's <laughs> own uh, girl Link, basically. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is awesome and hilarious yeah. at the same time. All right. Well, yeah, they definitely laid the groundwork with this one. I agree. Yeah. By by specifically putting parts in the in the specific places that would lead to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, and they're I, wondering I like, why is this the most high... popular figure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally got high heels and long yeah. flowing hair. The thirteen to seventeen year olds love this one. <laughs> Wonder why? No idea. We'll make more of them. That that way we can sell more of them. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think oh. somebody at Lego was just made this like proposed this to see if they could actually do it just to like screw with the company and then it's like yeah we'll sell this what <laughs> oh, no i <laughs> no, never this meant was, this to go supposed, this far you were supposed to say no you know i do remember um because this one had the um the for as far as the figure went it had the the spinners that could shoot yeah. off of it correct I remember that being pretty cool. It wasn't the only one that did it, but yeah, pretty much every set that year did, um, had that. the The main uh, the the Toa for that year, the Toa Hortica, as they were called, they had launches okay, on their yeah. backs. Yeah, and then uh, I remember that. My, my nephew had those. On their back. Yeah. My nephew had those, so like he really liked the the sets mm-hmm. with the launchers on the back. Yeah, that was uh, pretty popular for like I think that was right around the t- the craze for the for like those kinds of launchers. Or like a renewed a renewed interest in them mm-hmm. that Lego super capitalized on. There you go, Simperac. Yeah, I've seen that <laughs> name more than a couple times. Nice. All right, so we are um, in overtime. Is there anything else that you'd like to bring up about the Bionicles before we close out the show? Dude, the extended universe, like, like what would be the equivalent of the extended universe stuff? Basically, these web serials they got really damn dark at times. <laughs> I'll t- like there all this political intrigue and betrayal at, at times dimension hopping like as complicated as the story was uh, as early on it just got crazier and crazier as time went on in both the best ways and the worst <laughs> <laughs> it seems like shows even start out starting out with a simplistic uh, approach mm-hmm. will eventually get so far off of that into like you said deep things like political intrigue 
um, more morbid topics and whatnot. Yeah. Just because as the audience grows, they expand the ideas in the universe of what they've created. It's just because, a natural progression. Exactly. Yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, when you look at uh, Bionicle or Halo CE, there's not a whole lot going on in the very first thing that came out. Yep. But as the series get longer in the tooth, or as as the writers get more ambitious, yep. or as the um, yeah, well, audience keep raising more. the stakes, exactly. So you you eventually get there, and I think Bionicle is a great example of just lore that goes way beyond anything that was probably intended when they were first came out. Oh yeah, that's something. In, that's one thing that's really interesting about Bionicle is they knew, like at the very least, they knew what the core story was from day one. They knew that there was going to be a giant robot that was at, that was actually the great spirit that all the, these beings worshipped, and he had crash landed on this on this water world essentially, and he was eventually going to go back to the main world to fix it and stuff. Like, like they had all that that core story from day one, and it's amazing. Obviously, things would have changed over time, but still. Yeah, it, it, it would be a hard pitch nowadays to say, like, hey, I want to sell this thing that's got all of these. <laughs> but, like, it, it feels like the Avatar pitch, like when the Avatar came to Nickelodeon. Yeah. And, and they're like, hey, we got all these things that we want to do. And, like, they literally explained the whole story. And, like, Nickelodeon, I, I imagine the execs, when they heard this, they're like, oh, yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> we'll give you a what do you want to do? see how it goes. <laughs> and uh imagine um all of in fact it would be really cool to be in lego's boardroom when when bionicle okay. was pitched can you imagine okay. like we want to make lego well that, i guess that wouldn't be that hard of a pitch we want to make lego action figures okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. probably not that, that hard of a pitch yeah at that time they'd already gone through a couple others but so it might have been a hard it might have been something of a hard pitch just because hey these last two lines failed why should we give it a third try that's a good mm-hmm. point Although maybe they already had some of the marketing, like some of the commercials that they were working on. Maybe they had some of yeah. the proto- prototypes of the commercials and they were like, Hey, this is the idea. And like, they're pretty flashy. I'm going to show one real quick before we call it, a, call it a, a, a podcast. I want to make sure everybody can see that. I'm not going to get copyright hit for that. Do you think, am I? No, no, you shouldn't. Okay. Just put up the, uh, I think, um, did Kopaka Gen 1 have his own commercial? I can't remember. Yes, he did. All the the Toa each had their own one. And his is definitely one of one of the coolest ones. I remember that was the whole reason I wanted him in the first place was because I saw him in a commercial. I just didn't know if it was his commercial or not. I can't could not remember. Yeah. All right, this is golly. So uh this is not him, but this will give Oh, this is all to- so they have all this this is a yes. video with all of them. So God, they were all really cool. It's like just this casual introduction of the Toa. You don't, you don't really have any context for what's going on. Just Such showing them. Yeah. Just showing them in their own uh, their environments. Environment. And this is like early 2000 CGI. This is incredible. Yeah. For being Go- that early on. Ghost does really good work. So when I saw these commercials, I was hooked immediately. Yeah. yeah, this is probably where I saw them first. I bet Lego Magazine was the second place I saw them because these commercials were airing all over every child, or not child, but uh, young adult, ki- children, every network that could advertise to mm-hmm. people that were not quite 18 yet. <laughs> Here we go. Here's Kopaka. What could it be? I don't know. 
I remember the feeling very Star Warsy with this one because I felt like Hoth. Oh yeah. Yeah, this this is this is what hooked me on Kolpaka. I guarantee you, after I saw this commercial, that I was like, "He's the guy. That's what I want, Mom. Go get him." Stops it in place. So cool. <laughs> One thing that's really cool too. There's, it's like a blinking you miss a thing. His sword actually like expands when he activates his power. It's like, huh. like take it. It's this like little detail on this on this on the toys that I guess. Somebody in the animation team said, "Hey, let's actually let's actually use that for something," and it they did it there. Like, there's no lore behind that. That's just something they did for the commercial. Hmm. I also love this too. A lot of them are like putting on the masks for the first time. And then did they ever get have the, Was there for a Bionicle board game? Yes, there was uh, at least a few. I think actually, or at least there might have been a couple. But I remember there was one very early on that I was very sad I missed out on. Yeah. That's, I remember that. Bet, the Bionicle Adventure game was the one I was mainly disappointed about. But, yeah, they also had Mask of Light. Mm-hmm. Bionicle Quest from Akuda. Yeah. Bionicle the Quest game. That seems like uh, the that most generic been two, title. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> 2005 when they were on – no, 2006, sorry, when they were on Voya Nui. Okay. Which was the main island for that year? Yep. It's just—it's so amazing. Like looking back, how much Bionicle did. Yep. Versus other Lego uh, franchises at the time, and yeah. it's just—I don't know. I I look back and I'm like, man, we lived in like the best era of Lego. We we did. It was re- it was really damn good. So, any last thoughts from you, Ian? Oh, go support bio the biomedia project. Let's let's end with that. That's a, yeah, that's a good place to end it. We'll, yeah. we'll go to the biomedia project. I really like. I'm glad they, I'm going to be checking into this more. I wish you would have told me about this before we did the show because I would have gladly gone back and had. Yeah, I didn't even think about it until we started talking about this. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. shout out to the biomedia yeah. project. I'm going to oh, link yeah, them sure. in the in the description of this video. Later oh, music today. man. Bionicle had like some really good music too, like original music that they did. Yeah, honestly, especially music like is, the first couple years, music can make or break a franchise, and they oh, had they good are. stuff. They had some really good stuff. Any last thoughts for you, Will? Other than shouting out the Biomedia Project? No, I, I wish I was more into this at the time. I just I didn't even realize that there was a lore until much much later. So it's just disappointing. <laughs> Not to not to have been caught up in the hype at the time. Yeah. My my closing thought is uh, Kopaka forever. So there's <laughs> he was always my favorite. So you know Kopaka's really cool. He's got there's a he's one of the focuses of the early comics and his uh, chemistry essentially with uh, the brown one Pohatu is just amazing. There's actually some really good fan animations on YouTube uh, featuring Kopaka and Pohatu. Uh, that are just it perfectly captures their dynamic because Pilatu is like the happy go lucky let's hang out Kopaka is just go away <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I, I always uh, I always felt for uh, Kopaka and his. Uh... <laughs> I just want to be left alone. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for coming on and talk about. Yes, thank you. It's been my absolute pleasure. You are far more versed on it than I am, but I hmm. gl- gladly appreciate talking about anything nostalgia purposes, especially in regards to Bionicle, because I, I grew yeah. up on this stuff and I loved it. 
So, mm-hmm. as always, I am Chris. And I'm Will. And I was Halo Cannon. Still Halo Cannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the channel's not going away, is no. it? Just no, no, that no. You heard it here first, folks. He's like, he's <laughs> like after this podcast, shut it down. <laughs> well, and while it's still around. Place. Well, it's still around. Please make sure to subscribe to Halo Cannon, especially if you love Halo. Um, I know he's kind of in a race with Installation 00 to 200K, or maybe they're not really in a race. I don't know, but Installation 00. Not, made I don't a want. I don't want to let another YouTube channel, another Halo YouTube channel, surpass me if I can avoid it. There you go. All right, you heard and it here first. Already got me. I'm not, not letting another one go without a fight. <laughs> <laughs> head to head. Yeah. No. <laughs> Well, seriously, go subscribe. Great, great uh, channel to learn mm-hmm. about the lore of Halo. And uh, maybe soon to be Bionicle. No, I'm just kidding. He's probably not going to do a Bionicle channel. It'd be a well, lot of Now that work. I'm full-time YouTube, I do want to branch out into other, yeah? into other uh, things. Yeah, cool. I just replayed the entire Mass Effect trilogy because I want to talk about that soon. That is such soon. a great trilogy. So, but, And yeah, like I said, uh, I think before the... I don't remember if it was before the the podcast started or after, but I downloaded Bionicle the game. I'd want to. I'd love to stream that sometime. Just gotta find yeah. the, find the right time to do it. Do you have a Twitch channel? I do. I don't use it at all. <laughs> that might be a good place to start with that then. If you want to stream maybe. stuff, like, hey guys, maybe. I'm on Twitch. You know, if you want to come check it out. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I I would love to hear what you think about Mass Effect because that's one of my favorite trilogies in all of gaming. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. Maybe by the end, before the end of the year, I'll have something. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. Got a huge Shepard cannon. No. <laughs> Since I think Shepard's coming back, we'll see. Anyways, um, this has gone to be a long outro, but seriously, subscribe yeah. to Halo Cannon. Seriously, I mean it. I'm pointing the wrong way. Subscribe to Halo Cannon if you want to know about Halo. Um, and I've already said, as always, I'm Chris. So we will see you on the next Curlcast. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs>